0: UFO. All right. What up, people? So we got Carla Cruz on the show today. Um, fitness professional based out of Texas. I'm not giving no locations because y'all not about to go stalker and shit. We're not doing that. Um, because I'm gonna tag her, y'all gonna see her and go find her. So it's all good. But if you want to find it, give us some money, though. Don't blow up her shit. Um, you can find her at fitkarma.com. F-I-T-C-A-R-M-A dot com. Check it out. Um, on the rise with that. So thank you for joining the show. We're going to start with that. Um, tell us a little bit about your business and kind of... Um, your 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 vision or your path into fitness what inspired you to get into fitness how long have you been doing it you know just you know take it over
1: well thank you for having me and um, my uh, brand is fit karma Um, I developed fit karma because um, it kind of goes along the lines of my personal life as well as how I want to treat my body Mm -hmm. So karma actually means, um, what you do always comes back to you. Mm -hmm. So if in life and in health and fitness, how you treat your body, that's how your body will pretty much react to what Mm -hmm. you do to it. And so I changed the karma. K is really karma. The beginning is I changed it to karma because my name is Carla. Right. So just add a twist there, because I'm the captain of that ship. So it's fit mm-hmm. karma. And so I just created a brand where it actually illustrates what I think life is like as a person on a personal standpoint I and you. incorporated that into fitness.
0: Right now, I feel it um, on my end of the world. I joke with people, but I'm dead ass though. Um, because I'll tell people to be cool. That's like my version of telling people to be aware of karma. Like, be cool when it happened to you. You know, that's kind of mm-hmm. like my my uh, my auxiliary slogan, if you will. <laughs> it's not trademarked or nothing, but you know, I'm a, also a firm believer in what you do, whether it's known or not, whether it's conscious or subconscious that the type of energy you put into the world, you'll receive that energy in return. So be aware of your actions, your patterns of behavior, you know, your emotional intelligence and integrity, all of that stuff. So, you know, that being said, I'm also, of course, into fitness. Um, I've been in fitness now for a few years. So When I came across your page, we started following each other. I was like, okay, like I like to partner with people and, you know, keep up with people who seem to be doing something, who seem to have a focus, who seem to be um, just on the right path or on the right journey. So um, I I visited your website. I went to your website. Um, I checked it out, of course. And I noticed that you have a, um, a, a blurb, if you will, um, on the about section of your website that speaks to the law of cause and effect or like the power of cause and effect. So of course, you know, we're speaking about karma and what that means to you, but um, do you have any, I guess, additional thoughts on your feelings or your motivation behind wanting to highlight, you know, something like that on your website? Cause I, I found that kind of kind of interesting that you had that there.
1: I do. Um cause is and i've done a lot of research is the why Mm -hmm. and the effect is the what so why are you doing these things and what result will you have as a result of what you know the things that you're doing why are you doing this Mm -hmm. and so i feel like that in life whatever you're doing there has to be a reason for it even if you don't know why um, there's going to be a result and it's going to have an effect on either you or somebody else um, in general. It's just, there's always an effect for action.
2: Right.
1: And so that's pretty much my focus on why I feel like that's so important to <laughs> incorporate because you want to be in shape. You want to look good. You want to treat others well, you know, why, why do you want to do these things? And so what are you going to get out of that? You look good. You Mm -hmm. know, you feel good as a person. You, you, you know, you're a likable person, I would say, even though that's not really the goal in life. But at the end of the day, the things that you do, the effect that it has is a positive. If It's a positive that you're putting out there. If it's a negative, you're going to get a negative back. So that's pretty much my whole focus on my whole brand and in my life. And sometimes I just have to pretty much, put myself and have a boundary on the things that I do Okay. personally and fitness wise. If I'm slacking, I know I'm slacking and Mm -hmm. I'm going to gain some weight. I'm going to be, you know, a little sluggish. So I have to figure out my reasons why, why I'm not where I need to be Mm
0: -hmm. and what
1: effect it's having on my body.
0: i I got you so would you say your personal practice for yourself is more intuitive is it more an internal process or is it something where you're a little more regiment or structured like do you keep a planner do you have kind of like the do you do like the the sticky note strategy or how do you hold yourself accountable to those types of principles for your everyday life um
1: i'm more of an internal thinker okay um I'm more of a free spirit, shall I say. I don't okay. like restraints of planning all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. And most of
1: the planning that I do is in my head. I think I'm the only person that needs to know what my plans actually are. Okay. Um, that way that they are carried out properly, because I always say, um, don't let somebody else write your story. So if you just keep putting your plans and posting them here, you know, everybody can see what you have plans for. So for me, I'm more of an eternal thinker. Mm-hmm. Um and that's pretty much how I delegate my whole life, even with my fitness. When I go to the gym, I don't write anything down. Mm-hmm. I just go in there and I kill it, depending on how I feel for that day.
0: Okay. What I, I want to do. I got you. So with your, um, and that's good because I think I'm a lot of the same um, as far as, specifically my mentality is to be prepared more so than to have all these plans because i think plans change or you run into obstacles that may alter the path or you know, we're always receiving new information. So if we're stuck on a plan and it doesn't go as planned, I don't wanna be, um, for lack of a better term, derailed. I just rather be prepared. i rather be in tune with my vision, um, in tune with my thoughts as, um, you know, you spoke to, so that regardless of what happens, I'm good. So as it relates to fitness, what? would you say your primary motivation is um, within your personal fitness journey? Is it, is in it, is it like a mind body connection? Do you have like goals? Are you trying to like compete or something like that? Or you just, you know, you, you, you enjoy it. You just thoroughly enjoy fitness.
1: Um, I've always been an athletic person ever mm-hmm. since I was in school. Um, so I've always been that person, even in my family even in my immediate household.
2: Mm-hmm. And as
1: I got older, that kind of faded away. I could okay. do some of the things that, you know, play basketball here and there, but then probably, um, a few years ago, I really got serious. Um, I went through a phase of where I was doing a depression eating. Okay. And so I would say eating my feelings and I got a little bigger than what I've ever been.
2: Okay, And
1: so, um, I pretty much took that into perspective of longevity of life because I want to be here as long as possible, even though you don't have control over that. But as long as I'm here, I want to look good while I'm here. I want to feel great. I want to be able to run from what I need to, you know, run to what I need to just to be here to see my kid grow up. Mm -hmm. Um, That's pretty much my whole focus. Of, of trying to stay and maintain being in shape even if I fall off sometimes which is natural to do um so that's pretty much why why I do I do work out and try to stay in shape
0: right right so <clears throat> it sounds like you being in shape and fitness is bigger than you you know it's bigger than you. Is, is bigger than you and that's and that's good because I think at some point whether it be fitness or not our dreams our journey our goals you know if they're not bigger than us and of course this is my personal opinion you know I ain't speaking mm-hmm. for everybody but for me right well you know how I see it if our vision is not bigger than us at some point you run out of motivation and it's easy to get lazy and it's easy to you know, not really see it necessary anymore. But if mm-hmm. you're fighting for your health, because as you mentioned, you want to see, you know, um, your, your kid grow, um, you want to be around to enjoy the better parts of life. And if you're going to be here, you might as well be here on a positive note. And there's a lot of people, you know, as it relates to fitness who are here and are suffering because they've chosen to not take care of their health or they've chosen to have, you know, um, negative addictions like, you know, cigarettes and drugs or bad mm-hmm. eating and not taking care of stuff Cause I mean, not everybody has to be a workout champion, you know, exactly. but people should still find the time to go work out, you know, walk around mm-hmm. the park, do something, you know, aerobics, go find a dance class somewhere, pull up a YouTube video, do something. Um, mm-hmm. What are some things, you know, as it, as it speaks to, um, I guess, in times where you might lose that motivation, or you may feel like those bouts of depression, because I think a lot of people, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that, because depression is not always this big, huge blow up situation, you know, Um, especially this year, you know, with COVID. um, A lot of people felt, you know, that sense of depression, or that sense of despair, or that sense of, you know, potentially unworthiness and people, you know, have lost employment in in the process or whatever. So when you're feeling any of those emotions, um, what are some things that you do, um, fitness or non-fitness related to kind of help you move through that funk?
1: Um, when I'm going through a funk, I pretty much focus on myself, Mm -hmm. um, because I do lose motivation to even want to go work out. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people don't understand, you know, when you're working out um, and it's for social media, I have my breaks on social media where a lot of people are like, hey, where are you go? Mm-hmm. I'm working on me because if I get there every day and I'm working out because the people need to see me work out, I'm not doing the work internally and taking that time to myself to say, hey, you need this piece to yourself. Sometimes I have to rebuild my piece and rebuild myself back up from whatever it is that took me through this depression. Because sometimes we go through a depression and we don't even know how we got there.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: you just wake sure. up one day and you're just in a funk and you're like, what happened? You know, and it could be from the people that you're around. I actually look around my surroundings. I cut people off who I maybe feel like got me, helped me get to that place because I'm a little bit more at when I can figure out, is this a problem of me or is this a problem of my surroundings? You know,
0: right. Right. and
1: so that's pretty much what how I deal with my depression, and mm-hmm. then I go back to working out, easing into it, you know, um, and everything because stress is, you know, it builds. You know, it's hard because you even can burn, build belly fat just from being stressed out. Right. Very um, true. Stay bloated, and so like, and then you won't even see anything happening because you're still stressed, and you don't understand why you don't see results because you're eating horribly you're depressed and you're working out because it feels good for that one hour that you're doing it, as opposed to really taking care of your body and your mind and your spirit, you know?
0: That's Mm -hmm. the
1: most important thing.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, very true. Um, You know, just being candid on camera right here. um, I know I'm stressed because I suffer from nosebleeds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when I'm dehydrated, and or when I'm stressed, like this right side of my nostril will just start like gushing out blood. I don't know what it yeah. is. I don't know why it's like that. It's only the right side. And every time I put it together, I'm either dehydrated. I haven't had enough water yeah. um, or somebody can piss me off, <laughs> right. you know, or I ain't got no sleep or um you know, I'm I'm stressed and mentally and emotionally I don't feel stress, but my body and internally, you know, you're you always feel that stress. Your cells always, you know, can you know pick up on that stress and then they respond. And exactly. the body's trying to heal you at all times, but you have to help the body do that. So when I'm feeling, you know, that sense of depression or that sense of unworthiness or despair or whatever, I just kind of also take some time to myself to kind of dig deep and, you know, sometimes even go into that dark place to kind of figure out like why, what's the root of this, you know, because it's not, it's not whatever the surface level thing is, it's not that it's something like, you know, four or five layers, you know, before that, you know, it's like, I think. Into it. Yeah. You know, I think of it like a tree, you know, like Mm -hmm. it ain't the branches, it's the roots, you know, like what what caused this shit? Like what grew this, you know, what grew this problem that has spread out, you know, and blossomed and shit. Um, So, yeah, for sure. But that's good. Um, Tell us a little bit about things that you experience as a a woman, you know, as a, a female fitness professional, or even just a woman in society, as it relates to you being a professional, or if you want to even dig, you know, go a little bit further, you know, just personally, you know, just things that you run into along, you know, your path that, as a man, I may not experience or I may not know about, or as men, we don't really see it that way. Um, you know, we'll we'll start with. Um, Things that annoy you like what what are things that kind of get on your nerves like on a daily basis as as a woman in in the industry you know and then just in your you know personal professional life period
1: um in the industry I'll start there first things that annoy me or pretty much um I would say swagger biters or pretty much personality biters um um just to give a, a nice definition it's someone who will pretty much see you as something that they feel as if though is more threatening than to something that they are as a person mm-hmm. they'll either start pretending to act as you they think that you are you okay. know and bring it into their own persona which you can almost tell that it's something mimicking of you um, that annoys me and I pretty much notice everything you know
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: I I'm annoyed by people who are so engulfed in the profession socially but not personally you know
0: yeah it's it's more
1: like it's more like a persona to make yourself look good and that's really not what you you're not really practicing what you're preaching you know okay um perfection is something that a lot of people display on social media mm-hmm. as if they're perfect like a lot of people think I'm mean and I'm not mean
2: mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I just don't
1: owe you that through social media until I feel like I want to give you that you know mm-hmm. I'm not getting paid to give you anything and people don't understand a lot of times you're not one of those people that are getting paid through social media for you to make a fool out of yourself in any capacity and you know a lot of times whatever I display I know I can come back on these are true you know emotions and you you follow me yeah, <laughs> so sure. you know things that I do say you'll catch glimpses of a glimpse of who I really am as a person I right. can be unapologetically honest you know mm-hmm. and then the next five minutes I'm back to doing whatever it is I do Right. Um, some of the other things that annoy me or people who are they pressure you, you know, because they can do so through social media and in the industry Mm -hmm. um, because of what they're getting in other accounts on Instagram um, that do the same thing that you do Mm -hmm. or that they think that you do. So they're pretty much trying to pressure you to um, succumb to some type of agreement with them. You know, like you have to deal with them. You have to talk to them because they're, you know, and it's like, how many times Are you going to come back to me Mm -hmm. for me to ignore you? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes social media breeds a lot of people, especially in this industry, who build low self-esteem within themselves from being shut down by people who they don't have to keep coming back to. Does that make any sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I get it.
1: You know? Like, and then they feel some type of way. And these are people that they don't even know. Like you don't even know this person and now you're feeling some type of way because you brought that on to yourself in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, a few other, one more thing I would say, annoyance is pretty much um, when you wanna collaborate with somebody for your own personal gain and not want to collaborate with them as a mutual, you know,
2: mm-hmm. gain
1: for the two of you. It's just for that person. And I see a lot of that in this industry by a lot of people who I feel like are not for fitness. It's pretty much because they use fitness as a way to make themselves somebody in okay.
2: reality. Wow. They were
1: never paid attention to in life yeah. and they get this newfound, how can I say this? Uh,
0: confidence or
1: confidence or they're they're more they feel famous in some type of way. You like, know? like
0: they they feel validated maybe through fitness.
1: Yes. Got through it. fitness and social media and they put those two together, you know, and it's kind of like have you had this before? Like, you know, and they let the followers go to their heads. And it's more so you could have two thousand, you know, and they could have thirty, but they want your two thousand. You know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. not there to collaborate for you to have their 30. They're there mm-hmm. for you to, to collaborate to get the rest of your two. Right. And it's more so, it's like, it's it's really bring monsters, the fitness world. You know, mm-hmm. it's not fun anymore because you just have any and everybody doing it, you know?
0: Yeah, it's- I see that. <laughs> I see that.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, you can't even do a box jump, you know? But okay, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know.
0: You're right though, but, you're right.
1: You know, are, are some people there? you know, I would say, I, I won't be specific, but, well, nobody whip my ass, no way. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> 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 you know, cause I know it's gonna hit home on some people. Mm. Some people like, you don't have the body type to illustrate that, you know, what you selling. You know what mm. I'm saying? I haven't seen right. you do it yet, you know. Right. And for me, I I can honestly say I have I have that you know mm. um, I have that body that body type. A lot of people ask me, and I just try to tell them this is natural, and I can't guarantee you this, you mm. know. Right. Um, just to be honest, I can't guarantee you a body build. You may come out better than me, you know.
0: Right. Shrek facts. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> you yep. know.
1: And, and I because and I love to see people you know excel, but it is a little bit of a pet peeve to me when I just see people just biting off of fitness culture and they really can go get a certification and it's like you are not that you know
0: yeah and I I agree with you I see it a lot um but the way you put it I don't I don't feel some of that as a man but I see it though so Mm -hmm. I say that I see it because I see a lot of fitness professionals who are women you know and I I try to remain in the frame of I'm not paying nobody's bills. So do what you got to do. But as a certified fitness professional who has been in the field for years at this point, I know when someone's putting on a show versus when this is someone's lifestyle or when they're actually committed and invested on a deeper Mm -hmm. level. So I'll see videos and They'll have on some booty shorts or some shit and they'll be doing, you know, some booty Mm -hmm. glute hip exercise. I'd be like, man, you look like you just started working out. And you may be fooling a lot of people and you may get a whole bunch of thirsty motherfuckers on your page because they just like that. You got a fat ass and thick thighs and shit Mm -hmm. as a fitness professional. I know you're not a fitness professional. Exactly. No, I know that your ass may not even be certified, you know, um, speaking to those, that audience. Right. Mm -hmm. So I definitely feel you. Um, I don't, I don't, it doesn't annoy me as much because of course I'm not a woman. So I, I see it and I just kind of think it's goofy and I think it's kind of funny. Like, man, get your fake ass. You know, like I know, I know this is not what you do but I get it. Um, I think- I guess
1: that- for me as a woman is because they put that out there and they think all of us females are like that you know what I'm saying because we really don't know what go down in the DM you know what I'm saying and and I've had people come to me and want to pay me you Mm -hmm. know I don't really know what they want to pay me for Mm -hmm. but there is compensation that's trying to be sent to me for something and I'm just like where where are you getting this from you know because I don't see me doing anything on my page you know
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, that warrants that type of
0: You know, attention from somebody. Yeah, Um, I mean, it sounds like your 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 cause and effect principle. Like you're not doing (laughs) nothing to warrant that type of activity. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I think some women have tapped into that, and they know that it can Mm -hmm. be a moneymaker. And I think you know, not to not to issue any ill will on anyone, but at the same time, it's like. I can reasonably assume um, that there are women who will choose the fitness route because it's a very easy way to show your body. It's a very yeah. e- it's a very easy way to gain the attention that you need and that you want. With with it being validated on both sides for you being a fitness professional, and you're not you're not a stripper, you're not a prostitute. You know, you're not on OnlyFans or whatever. You're but you still get to show your body and you still get to, you know, have angles that show your ass off. And men still like body, you know, it because there, there's men who don't know shit about fitness who just follow fitness women because they know they're gonna be half naked on the screen.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, you know and that can turn into money and then other non-fitness women may see that as inspiration and then they can get their money and you have this experience of like you know you're inspiring these groups of women to do things that yo ass just barely started doing (laughs) you know but it's, it's an easy way to to get the dollar so I don't necessarily agree with it but I do comprehend the motivation and where they're coming from and why it happens, but.
1: You yeah, know, if you just want to be naked on the gram, just be naked on the gram and make some money and put that PayPal or whatever in the bio. Right, you know?
0: PayPal, leave, Cash App, all of it. You
1: know? <laughs> leave Leave fitness out of it because you, you're yeah. not selling fitness, you're selling ass. I right. mean, you know. Um,
2: yeah, that's true. And, and,
1: you know, because it, it does, I, I love people just accentuating their body, but if you're going to do it, just do it. You know, mm-hmm. you should have to have a reason to do it, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah but that, that comes with, with confidence, too. And that comes mm-hmm. with, um, you know, just being aware of self, you know, in that sense. Because some people can't just, they can't own the fact that they just want to show their body. They want to put a mask on it and say, oh, I'm doing fitness. I'm not just showing my body. But, yeah, you true. know, behind closed doors, that's really what they want to do. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But I am seeing you know, give me your thoughts on this. I am seeing the growing population of OnlyFans models. Now, before before you answer, mm-hmm. I don't have no issue with OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans account. I'm not a subscriber. I do understand how it works. I know people, you know, who indulge in OnlyFans, which is cool, no judgment, do your thing. But what is your perspective on OnlyFans and, you know, is that a problem for you as a woman? Do you empower it? Do you, are you indifferent towards it? Like, what's what's your thoughts on women, you know, on Instagram who also have an OnlyFans account?
1: I feel like it is degrading. Okay. Because I'm not about to let somebody stalk me for $4 a month. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do it, I would rather get that one customer for a hundred you know mm-hmm. a month than me saying oh you can get a price for a year you know some of the prices that i've seen on there and i'm just like is that all you think you're worth you know okay
2: okay Let's i know you're
1: competing that. with a lot more people but what i'm saying is it's degrading in a way not because i have a problem with the only fans it's just like why go somewhere where you're not making anything when you could do something different for more money, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: I'm I'm not about to let body watch my ass go up and down.
0: <laughs> God damn.
1: You know yeah, what I'm saying?
0: Okay, yeah, I, I feel it. I feel it. They um, pay the
1: strippers way more.
0: Yeah, but... Once again, I think even with stripping, you know, at the strip club, that takes a certain level of, you know, commitment because you in person and you got niggas who can reach out and grab your ass and slap it. You know what I'm saying? But on OnlyFans, you, you're behind their phone or you're behind that computer screen. So I think, mm-hmm. I think for some women, just like having the mask of fitness for the women who are not truly invested in the fitness industry, I think they can still have that level of security and confidence within OnlyFans, you know, if if the intention is to show their body, you know, because mm-hmm. I do know there are OnlyFans, you know, models or OnlyFans. Um, right. Whatever. I mean, they're
1: making good money. Some of them are making really good money. Yeah. No, no lie. Yeah. Um, but, but for you, me, I right. always think in the long run. Okay. I, I'm gonna have grandkids, you okay. know. I have a kid, you know, I don't want him to see that, you know, and Mm -hmm. his friends may be following me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes you have to do things not in favor of yourself. And I feel like a lot of these platforms are created for whatever reasons, you know. I don't even know if these are the reasons why only fans are created. You know what I'm saying? These mm-hmm. different apps are not necessarily created for people to do these things. They just always got to hold the apps out. You know, mm-hmm. say like they have Clubhouse now. It's pulled right, right, out. Right. You know, I click on there and they have deep throat conversations. Like,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> I was like cuz I thought I, yeah, I thought Clubhouse was more of like a chat forum.
1: networking
0: now Net- oh, it's supposed to be networking? now I just see people on there talking shit. I didn't even know that. No, I,
1: they're talking. I mean, the first day I got on there, it was like networking, you know, and then I started paying attention and it's like we're going deep throat. Don't come in here if you don't have a deep throat. And I'm like, okay. you Yeah, know? yeah. Okay. um, okay. It's like you don't have to hoe out every app, you know? Mm-hmm. They took Facebook from us.
0: You know, yeah. But I think um I, I think people are seeing the money that can be made by amplifying the, the sexual component and everything. Yeah. You know. So I, I understand, you know, I can't I can't say I'm cheering from the mountaintops for all of it, but I definitely, you know, understand.
1: Um, I love sexuality as long as it's done in a way that you can come back on it.
0: Yeah. Like, okay, explain that.
1: Um, say for instance, if it's for your man, okay, you know. Do it, go all out, you mm-hmm. know. Okay. Um, but for just random people, because yeah, you have strippers in the strip club, you know, you're going to be naked. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right.
1: But when you're on OnlyFans, look at how many people are doing the same thing that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? True. Like you, you, you're not anything different than anybody else. Not to say anybody else, but because some people do like certain types body types. Right. But do some stuff that you can come back on. You know what I'm saying? Because a friend of mine asked me, did I want to do one? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, girl, we can do some cute, classy, sexy, classy. And a friend, another friend of mine was like, not on OnlyFans, you're not doing that. And I'm like, well, what do they do on there? Mm-hmm. And he started like telling me some of the things that are being done on there that are making you know, the money makers and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, well,
0: I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I didn't I've I've seen some clips, you know. Um, but I'll see like people are, I guess they were screen recording or whatever they do to to get the clips on other platforms, but I've seen like OnlyFans yeah. clips on Twitter, you know, like they it's like porn really. Um mm-hmm. I've seen like some some porn on there, of course. Of course, I anticipated like nude pictures and all that. You know, I feel like that's that's kind of basic. Um, once again, I'm not judging any right. any man who's an OnlyFans subscriber, but I think my thoughts as it relates to just the the overly sexualized component of things like OnlyFans and other platforms and stuff like that. It's like, man, you can get porn for free, not paying for that shit. Oh, Pornhub. Or- I can just go, I can just, <laughs> I can just go meet an actual woman and she'll show me her body. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, she'll, and she- I'm
1: going to tell you, that comes along with something why I probably wouldn't do because people are so crazy these days, they will find you, you know, mm-hmm. some people sit behind the screens and honestly, they are obsessed with you, you know? Mm-hmm. And and especially for women, they become they're in love with you, they've never even met you, you know. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: they become personal, you know, personable. They know what city you're from, they found your only fans in your Instagram bio, so they know how to find you, they know some of the places that you go. And I'm just sorry, I don't want to give that much access to me. Yeah, you know, because if you don't have an OnlyFans, let them find you. Don't have an that lets them know who your family your friends are how to you know yeah it's too easy
0: but you know uh, there's many people who don't think about that that privacy Mm -hmm. or that safety component they think because you know they're not in front of these people that they're still safe but we live in a a digital world now and Mm -hmm. you got professional hackers and you know i ain't no damn hacker but You know, like we mentioned before we got on the call like I'll fucking watch like documentaries on like drug lords and shit like that. So like you have people they hire hackers to like find people's cell phone signal and and IP address and come track your ass down. I mean, hell no you know Mm -hmm. so you just you just never really know but if that's what they're doing to pay their bills that's what they're doing to pay their bills
1: just be careful that's the biggest thing be careful be mindful you know sometimes money do look good because it's so easy you don't have an overhead you know you just think you're making money by throwing up pictures you don't have to do this all day you know it is easy but in the long haul you know you really don't you just don't know who's watching you you know
0: right you don't know So taking the, taking the conversation back over to fitness, um, Mm -hmm. what do you, what are some things that, what, what types of conversations have you had with other women in the community as it relates to fitness, your fitness journey, um, things to help them, maybe even like some some powerful statements or advice that you may have given women or that you would like to give, you know, women right now um, that that are watching because, you know, based on our conversation up to this point, you know, women have to deal with a lot of, um, what's the word, Mm, people who are, I can't think of the word, but front, like people who are fronting to be mm-hmm. fitness professionals, or they have to deal with a lot of harassment or they have to deal with a lot of, you know, objectifying of the women's body sexually or, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And not only for the women that we would deem with a certain type of body style, but we also have to think about the women who may not be in the best of shape or who may be struggling with health issues and they see these things being projected in the mass media and they may feel like, well, what the fuck I need to work out for? I ain't never going to look like that or mm-hmm. I'm not built like that or I'm not about to be jumping over shit and hooking up all these bands to my body and wearing booty shorts. So what? where's the avenue for me? So as it relates to that, have you had any conversations, you know, with any of these types of women or do you have any advice for women um you know professionally or personally you know as it relates to taking care of themselves being safe as you've mentioned and then you know just fitness just any general fitness advice
1: oh uh, i definitely would um for for anybody who wants to work out and they are kind of afraid because of what they see being projected on social media or anywhere else that person isn't you i meet a lot of people all the time and i can look at them and tell like girl you're bad up under all that like yeah you
0: know? yeah yeah. i feel that i feel that
1: I'm like girl you're bad under all that like but i always try to tell people i don't consider you to always want to be a long-term client of mine
0: mm-hmm. because
1: i feel like within a month to three months you should be self-sufficient enough to you know within that time even after a month if you're doing the way you're supposed to be, you know, doing your fitness, eating right, you should be able to go and do this by yourself at that point. This is something you want to do after a month. A month is a pretty long time when you're getting up every day doing something you don't normally do and being able to keep up with it. Right. You're going to see some type of results. So don't just think Rome was built in a day, you know, a, a day yeah. doesn't. The diet and make you fit and a day won't break it. If you have days where you say, I'm gonna go eat that whole canister of brownies at Walmart, you know, <laughs> with the pecan. <laughs>
0: uh oh, you snitching on yourself. You know, that that was specific.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you feel like that that that's to make you happy that day, I tell people, throw it back, don't think about it, eat it. It's mm-hmm. the stress that's gonna make you gain the weight, you know. Okay, back out there and kill it the next day. -hmm. I honestly, when I want to eat something, I eat it.
0: Right. And I think, too, it's it's good to to educate them on just the principle from the beginning of the conversation, like cause and effect. Just know, like, and as I say, you know, be cool. Like, be cool. Like, when you eat that shit, just be cool with what that means. Like, now we got to work harder. Now we have to, you know, strategize around your eating habits or strategize for that cheat day or for that family vacation or for that anniversary or just whatever. So, I think too when the clients or when the people that you're working with or people who ask you for advice because what I try to do especially because a lot of guys will reach out to me you know and mm-hmm. I'll get way more guys that reach out to me you know than women who will comment on some shit or who will ask me questions or for advice whatever so I so I try to educate them so that they understand you know, I'm not just telling them what to do. I want them to understand like the why and the how and, you know, hopefully understand who they are too. Um, Mm -hmm. because to your comment of, you know, how you can look at a woman and say, Hey, like you probably bad under all that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I try to educate men and tell them, you know, and educate them on their body type, you know, because, I got, you know, I have friends who are naturally big guys, you know, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know, humongous broad shoulders, just the, you know, the traditional big bone, you know, guys. And I'm more of like a, like a slim, swole type of build. So I'm just like, bro, like you may not look like me, but you can be big and, you know, still, you know, nice. And you can have, you know, a nice little, you got a nice little frame. You may not ever be slim, but you can still be fit, you know, for who you are and then own that shit, nigga, you know, like like own that shit and then-
1: I tell people that all the time. Fitness is not about having a six pack. I don't have a six pack, Mm
0: -hmm. but
1: I look good naked, you know? I I look good with whatever I put on, you know, when I feel Mm -hmm. confident about what I put on Um, and everybody's gonna have an off day. And I try to explain to people, fitness, is being fit. I know some fit people who are very cut up and they are in worse shape than a person who is, you know, seemingly overweight. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen some people have the, the cardio stamina that I don't have, you right. know, and I'm just like, well, yeah. you know, right, for
2: <laughs> you sure. know, for sure. so
1: it's, it's, all, they're already there. These people, they can go and go and go for hours, you know, mm-hmm. Um and I'm just try to encourage I've even gone grocery shopping with people before
0: oh wow because be.
1: I like to see what you' gonna pick up you know mm-hmm. and they'd be like can I get these um so and so and such and I'm like it's a lot of sugar in there you know or mm, right. right, I'll tell them to get some grapefruit and they're like well can I put sugar on it and I'm like, well, what's the point of eating the grapefruit
0: yeah no nah, you
1: okay. know so we kind of like go on a field trip sometimes and and I try to educate them on, the things they like to eat so while we're there they're not like by themselves trying to figure out something that they can eat you know when they're going through like these sweet phases or something you know get Mm -hmm. you some grapes get you some fruit you know just don't overdo it because a lot of people go and they get these meal plans from people that say hey go eat this and then they have a craving and they're miserable you know Mm -hmm. I've been there um Just eating fish and brown rice or fish and asparagus like where where's the orange i like oranges that's not gonna hurt you right. eat an orange you know right. and nobody is telling anybody this because you don't want your journey to feel like a stressful situation mm-hmm. this is supposed to make you happy
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: happier you know it's supposed to enrich your life not you know diminish it because it feels like another job like this is fun you know yeah. it's supposed to have some some fun in it it's going to have some struggles but it's pretty much supposed to build you and not tear you down
0: right that's true and i think a lot of people want their fitness journey to feel more seamless then um they're anticipating it to be. Um, because a lot of people are afraid of change. A lot of people don't really want to go through that period of roughness when it comes to making that transition, you know, with their body, their fitness level, their physique, just what whatever their goals are, that change is scary because they know they're more than likely gonna have to sacrifice all the shit that they like, you know, yeah. or at least like that's the mentality. So you know, continuing to give them that education and showing them that it doesn't have to be this miserable experience, I think, you know, is huge, you know, mm-hmm. for people who want to make that change, who may be blinded by what they see on social media, or mm-hmm. who may be intimidated by not already looking a certain way or not being built a certain way or just whatever, um, I guess, the... The, the the worry or concern is for that particular person. So um, I always try to take my first stance in, in educating. And then too, like making sure that they understand it in their world, you know? Um, Cause I think sometimes as fitness professionals, we can make the mistake, you know, and not you know purposely but we can make the mistake of trying to explain or educate somebody on something from our perspective. And exactly. I think it's really good to get to know, you know, your client or who you're working with so you can let them know, like, hey, like this is going to benefit you this way for your life based on the things that you do, like, you know, boom, 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 like on the right. daily basis. So getting to know people, having those candid conversations with people, tapping into like who they are, I think it can go a long way, you know, for both men and women, you know, as it relates to fitness for sure.
1: That's true. Um, and I do. I always, you know, try to explain to people like you'll notice I hardly will ever sell a program or mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. because I don't want a person to feel like I'm a sale. You know, mm-hmm. they're a sale to me, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, I want them to understand you're if you're coming here, I want you to feel like you want to be here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's why you'll probably never really see me advertise. And, and I have works um, you know, where I want to educate in a way where I really do want to empower people to become more health and fitness minded, you know,
0: and make it Um, a lifestyle.
1: Exactly. And sometimes I explain to other trainers, you have to give something sometimes to motivate people who know nothing about this lifestyle, who don't have the motivation to do it. A lot of people don't feel like they want to just pay somebody, you know,
0: why
1: should I pay somebody? I'd rather be just big or, you know, I like the way my life is going.
0: Or, you know? you know, I'm sorry, but like for, for men, what I see a lot is they'll get on Google or YouTube and they'll try to make sense of fitness. And then you go to the gym <laughs> and you got motherfuckers curling 80 pounds in each arm. Like, you can't even lift that shit. What are you doing right, you, oh, right. with your back and, you know, <laughs> just doing exercises wrong. And then like you'll catch guys. Right. Like I'll go to the gym and I'll be working out and I should be on point. And uh, you see them like looking like, trying to see like what I'm doing the whole time I'm working out. Like, man, just come talk to me. Like, we good. Like, exactly clearly, clearly I'm not afraid of COVID cause I'm in here. So you might as well mm-hmm. just walk up this week. We both got the mask on and shit. But you know, for men, right? I'll see them try to create fitness or yeah. they'll make sense of fitness, you know from their perspective of their own like self research and you just be looking like man I know you feel like you doing something but you're not doing shit exactly oh and man. that's why I, I,
1: I look at some of that stuff and i be like what you know Yeah. and so for me like I ask people ask me I'm sorry mm-hmm. all the time they're like you know what do you do and I'm like I would be here all night right if I told you what I do you know mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you what I do when I when I do anything for my body I mm-hmm. I pretty much Go on what I feel is going on in my body. No lie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I told you I don't have a plan for mm-hmm. somebody else. I have to have a plan for them. I can't just say, you know, you need to do this because I do it. Right. Some of the stuff I'm doing, you don't need to do it. I've seen people with really good hamstrings and mm-hmm. booty do, you know, mm-hmm. it, it just depends on what you've been doing to your body because I don't know what you do for a job. You built better than me in a lot of places. So I do try to incorporate, you know, reality in fitness.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. That's a good way you to put know? it. You
1: know, um I see some people they're watching people doing all this unrealistic uh exercises and stuff. And I'm just like mm-hmm. are you are you training that to people because
0: it's it's it's, it's marketing clickbait mm-hmm. um to get people's attention. Um because I see it I see it with guys too. Um, and I think some guys may be coming from a different place when they do it, but yeah. it's it still it's still the same thing to where um, you're you're showing off and you're projecting, you know, your level of ability to hopefully entice people to feel like you know what you're talking about. And sometimes exactly. and sometimes you do, you know. Um, but if if that's if that's the way you go about it, that's that's fine. But you know, it's not really, it's not really my thing just to hop on the gram and start jumping over shit and, <laughs> you know, be on, on the BOSU ball with one foot and holding two right. kettlebells out to the side and doing all this circus like shit. Like to me-
1: People are more comfortable doing things that they feel like are within their reach, you know?
0: Right. But I let think, me, go ahead, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, baby. let
1: me wheel you in, you know, first. Right. With some 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 stuff that i know works and then right. see how comfortable that you are you know yeah.
0: um another thing too with with fitness is that i think you have to be in tune with like your target audience too yeah. um and i think at some point along the way you kind of gather and understand who your target audience is um yeah. so do, do you feel like you have an established target audience or is there like a certain type of person that typically reaches out to you or do you kind of get a little bit of everybody or like, how does that, how does that go for you?
1: I get a little bit of everybody because sometimes people feel like they don't know how old I am. And then some people that know the way that I carry myself. They know I'm an older person. Or if I say, Hey, I'm 37, you know, Mm -hmm. or I have an 18 year old, Mm -hmm. I have more, you know, older women that reach out to me but then sometimes mm. I have like 18 19 year olds and they're just like oh goals and I'm just like girl right. <laughs> you know
2: right
1: <laughs> you know so I get a little bit of everybody um pretty mm. much especially when I talk about me gaining weight mm-hmm. um because I'm a naturally small person a lot of people think I'm really really big I guess and tall and I'm not um
0: <laughs> how, how tall are you
1: I'm five five.
0: You're five basically. five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I honestly would have thought you were taller. Not gonna, really? Yeah. <laughs> like based on based on your Instagram page, I would have thought you were maybe like five eight, five nine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I tell them it's just um how I'm proportioned. That's it. Um, honestly, and I weigh um right now. I hardly ever weigh myself. Every mm-hmm. now and again, I'm about 160 right now, which doesn't look like it. I could fit maybe a size jeans in a one. Um, Whoa. Yeah. And, and they, have, in there? <laughs> they have a little stretch to it, you know?
0: Oh, but, I got you, I got you, um, yeah, for sure. Even
1: my clothes, I'm a small, you know, sometimes extra small. I just have a really small frame and I'm more muscle than fat. So yeah. it just looks, you know, a little fluffy, but it's, it's more muscle.
0: Yeah, and I, I carry
1: it. it different than a lot of people. So
0: yeah, because I I would
1: have
0: yeah I would have never thought you were five five. I would have for sure got <laughs> that wrong on the test. I would have thought you was five eight five nine. And
1: I meet people, they're like, "Dang, I thought you were taller than that." And I'm just like, "No, I'm not that tall."
0: Yeah, tall. I feel it. Tall. I feel it. Yeah, I know. If, I think. um my, I would say my target demographic would be um, mostly like high school age kids um, just because they'll know my background and they know I played sports in college. I was two sport athlete, you know, for a big university um, here in Houston. So, you know, they'll know my background and they'll like be like, oh, like I want to, you know, talk to talk to coach about, you know, how to position myself or how to work on stuff. And I mean, of course, I'm older now. I'm in my 30s now. But like to them, I'm still like young and cool and they see me pull up and blacked out car and shit. So they like, oh, I wanna, I wanna learn from him, you know, just all from the cool factor. Then when I demonstrate shit, of course, since I have that muscle memory, that training, and I still work out, you know, mm-hmm. I can still do things at a high level, you know, higher than most, you know, other trainers or coaches that they're used to seeing at least. Um, right. so I would probably say like the high school age kids and then the extreme opposite like old people like elderly people you know um so I would say between like 14 and 18 and then like I miss everybody else in the middle and then my next target demographic is anywhere between like 50 to like 75 (laughs) you know and and I think for the elderly people, they see me and they're like, oh, well, you know, he looks like he works out and he knows what he's doing. And, you know, he's a nice guy and he's not doing crazy shit with his other clients. So I, I trust him. Um, right. So I appeal to that demographic as well. And it's, it's cool just to hang out, you know, with the old people and hear all the little old school stories and shit, too. So um, it, it makes for a good time. And the older people are more prone, you know, to want to know like what what this shit do? What this for? Right. You know, yeah. So you can have those deeper conversations with them um, because they want to know and understand what's going on because they gonna be going to the doctor, you know, every other week <laughs> yeah. or every month for their checkups and they gonna wanna tell the doctor what they doing with the trainer and all of that. So. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I noticed that early on about myself, you know, my target demographic, because I was never training young women. You know, I was no. never training like guys my age or within that age range. It was always like some little kid that had walked up tapping me on the shoulder or it was like some old person. And I'm just like, wait, what is this? And then I kind of started to put, the, you know, two and two together as to why that was happening. And then I just kind of owned it you know, and it's it's been like that for years. So it's good to know that too, about yourself as a fitness professional, for sure.
1: It is um, just knowing who, who, you know, what area you want to target, like what type of people. Um, And I do like the idea of working with younger, the younger demographic, because that'll kind of instill in them for the future, you know, because I didn't have that coming out of, you know, high school. It was like, okay, school is over. Mm -hmm. You don't work out anymore. You don't do PE anymore. You don't do any of that. You're an adult now. And so I think that that does go along with a lot of, you know, things. I see see a lot of people get into the fitness industry probably like three years after they've gained that college weight,
2: Mm -hmm. you know,
1: unless they're in like a sport or something in college. So that does make a little bit of sense just for anybody who's coming straight out of high school.
0: Yeah, I feel it. Mm-hmm.